Five on five in five. It is Thursday, December 7th, 2023. Thank you for joining us. I got a lot of uh, wild stuff happening today. It's 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 a Thursday. It is a lot. feels like a lot going on. Yeah, we, we sat down to you know anchor our show. When you look at the rundown, it's like it's, we're all local for the first eight minutes of our show, which is not, not big, a normal thing. Big stuff. Yes. But hey. I'm going to start the podcast with an admission. Oh, and maybe listening? something that I shouldn't share, but I'm going to. Whew, she's committed to this. I'm, I'm intrigued. <laughs> I loathe, loathe, loathe the song Soak Up the Sun. If I hear it in the grocery store, I will leave. If I hear it at the mall, I am out. Like, will I will you leave, leave your leave. cart in the aisle? Like, yes. I'll come and get all this I'll again. come back. I have to exit the building. There's history there. I'm not going to get into it and bore people. But today, I will be soaking up the sun and I almost might play the song. This is going to be one exception to my rule in life. Uh, we have two totally awesome days, to quote meteorologist Randy Rico. I know you all cared so much about that. Oh, Sunshine God. is back today. I've been thro- I can't wait to hear the backstory. It has to do with a marching band and a very long parade. Anyway, <laughs> 50s today and tomorrow. Saturday, Sunday, though, bringing back a system that is a pain and kind of annoying on Saturday. And then Sunday is going to be a different ballgame. So just... The key point on this Thursday, enjoy today, enjoy tomorrow. Beautiful, sunny, warm, especially for the end of, not the end of December. Don't don't want to stress myself or anyone else out. The early part of December. Yeah, ending the early part of December. Sure, there we go. Ending um, the beginning of December. <laughs> that helps. Um, but then storms move in. So do start to plan ahead for your weekend. I know a lot of people have plans that are outside. Uh, rain scattered on Saturday, Sunday. Some crazy changes will happen. We'll talk more about that as we head through the week. All right, <laughs> marching band in a very long parade. Yeah. Um, I have I have some calls to make for the uh, Reds opening day parade. <laughs> oh gosh, I <laughs> she might you just will end home. up on my list. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. All right, let's get to our headlines. Got a lot of them. Five on five in five. Fletcher, story number one, please. Yes, for the record, my song like that is "Happy" by Pharrell. Uh, our top story uh, this morning: workers at the largest DHL hub in the country are, as of recording 10 minutes ago, officially on strike. Yeah, so uh, this is one of those things you don't want to hear about. One of the world's largest movers of packages, not moving packages very well, three less than three weeks before Christmas. So um, as with the many other industries here in 2023, this group of workers at DHL, they would like higher pay, they would like better worker condition, working conditions. So nearly 1,100 ramp and tub workers will be projected to hit the picket lines at 8 a.m. here on this Thursday morning. Negotiations between DHL and the Teamsters Union have been going since July. No agreement yet. Uh, like I said, improved pay and working conditions. Uh, the DHL does say they have a contingency plan to keep packages moving. They say they do not expect service to be disrupted. I believe they are the largest DHL hub in the entire country. So that's a lot of packages coming through CBG in Northern Kentucky. And um, hopefully they can come to an agreement soon. So everybody's back to work, getting what they need and whatever you have sent through DHL can arrive and be under the tree here in a few short weeks. Uh, Moving on to our second story this morning. Today is the day issue two, which legalizes recreational marijuana across the state of Ohio, has taken effect. But still, we saw up until the final hours, more uh, legislative bodies attempting to uh, put in restrictions. Yes. So state and local levels, this will be a conversation for months to come here. If you are 21 years old or older, you are now allowed to grow plants at home as well as use cannabis. But there is still kind of a moving target on when and where and how you can purchase recreational marijuana. So just hours before issue two officially took effect, the Ohio Senate committee did approve changes to the law, which includes lowering the number of legal home grow plants, 
keeps other key limits such as possession, um, THC content, and approved tax on products, but that still, so it passed through the Senate, but now it has to go to the House before it then goes to the governor's desk. So um, no changes there as of right now. Uh, However, expect that conversation to continue as we go through the next couple of weeks. I believe they agreed to let them table it until next week uh, when the House will pick that back up. So uh, we also saw another local jurisdiction put a delay on when legal dispensaries can open the city of Hamilton prohibiting all the sales of marijuana in the city until June 12, 2024. Stephen, I was going to joke that you're kind of like our morning show weed expert. And then I was like, wait, 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 wait. That's going to get flagged yeah. by the bosses. And that's not how on. I mean that. Uh, but you've been following a lot of the moving parts of this for months now. Yes, it's, it's, it's just a fascinating topic to see how it's changed yes. and come around just in the past few years. But it was surprising. We've been reporting next summer. No, maybe even next fall. Right. You know, like you just said. And yesterday, all talks were like, it could have gone live today in medical dispensaries that have already been set up. Hey, you can go, uh, you know, recreational. And I talked to some sources with some other businesses who have some dispensaries around here. And they were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We do not have the, the, we don't have the staff for that. We don't have the security for that. We don't have the product for that. Like they were expecting if that were to happen, lines this morning. So a week to get everybody on the same page, give it a little grace period to see if the house agrees with what the Senate did and go forward from there. But yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating times to follow these. It's fascinating to see how local jurisdictions are, you know, saying, Oh, six months, a year, we wait, we we don't want dispensaries here, but it's also fascinating that, you know, Ohio's not the first state to do this. We're 24th. So it's a surprising that this seems like people weren't ready for today in so many different facets, but that's just how we, that's where it is. Yep. That's been my thought as well. And just want to reiterate the vote last night was for the city of Hamilton, not the county of Hamilton, as Ohio is one of those areas. You know, Georgia, Florida have similar ones where you have a county and you have a city. There's in the same thing, but not the same thing at the same time. Uh, moving on to uh, some national news for our third story this morning. Three people are dead and another has been critically injured after a shooting on the campus of the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. I mean, you hate to say this is a Wednesday in America, but that's that's just really what it is. And we all saw the push alerts coming out that we are unfortunately talking about another deadly shooting. Three are dead, another injured critically at UNLV in Las Vegas, just four miles away from where that in incredibly awful shooting happened at the country concert with more than 50 dead hundreds injured there but in this particular instance a 67 year old professor who has connections to colleges in georgia and north carolina as well he was killed in a shootout by police it's all happening around 3 p.m uh, local time ohio time um, in the university's business school text alerts went out to students run hide fight and students had to shelter in place for more than an hour and a half i'm sure terrified i'm positive some of these students, I'm sure some of the professors were probably at the country concert years ago where it happened there. Or and, at a previous learning institution right, where something similar happened. And they're going through all of this again. So the investigation continues. The shooter has not been identified. Uh, just know that uh, he was killed in a shootout with police, and uh, we'll wait and see what the motive behind this uh, you know, shooting was. And, you know, you, you know, pray for UNLV and the people who passed and the people who are injured there and all the students who will have to eventually go back to class and uh, – you know, deal with the trauma from this. Yep. Saw uh, our, you know, our thoughts and prayers type tweet from the Las Vegas Golden Knights of the NHL and thought to myself, this is an organization less than a decade old that has had two mass shootings happen in its backyard that has had to issue a statement on um, in their less than decade old existence. 
Uh, closer to home, uh, tonight is the first night of Hanukkah, and this year's Festival of Lights is striking a more somber tone than in previous years. Our John London speaking with uh, people within Cincinnati's Jewish community on uh, the lack of public displays of menorah lightings this, this year. Right, and you'll likely still see the menorahs, maybe just not the proclamation of events happening around those. Uh, obviously, there's concern for safety with the rise of anti-Semitic sentiments that have been ongoing since the Israel-Hamas war started two months ago. Uh, the Jewish Federation and rabbis say they're just being careful. Uh, they want everyone to stay safe and be able to celebrate with their family and friends. So there is scheduled to be a public lighting of the menorah on Fountain Square uh, with security in place for that event as well. Uh, but it's the holiday season, so people do want to spend time together and come together as community. So again, they'll be doing that, but also doing that maybe um, with a little less notification to the public about when those things will be happening. But uh, to all of our Jewish friends and families, say happy Hanukkah to all of you and uh, hope for a peaceful next uh, handful of days, handful plus days, as you guys all also remember, we had someone this morning on our air talking about how they feel even more connected to their family in Israel right now this time of the year. So there definitely will be a somber tone as well. And finally this morning, our fifth story, FC Cincinnati has announced their roster decisions on seven players as the club's brief offseason gets ready to hit full (laughs) stride. The game starts tomorrow, right? Yeah, Yeah. something like that. Uh, FCC declining declining club options on five players, Santiago Arias, Dominique Badgi, Ray Gaddis, Yuya Kubo and Harrison Brabledo, whose last name I think I'm saying for the first time right now. They also picked up uh, options on two players, Ian Murphy and Armiquidez Ordonez, a homegrown player for FCC. Uh, in addition, they also saw Junior Moreno's contract come to an end and saw the loan of Yersin Mascara from England's Wolverhampton come to an end. In a statement yesterday, FCC said they're working with almost all those players to see if they can bring them back for another year, if not longer, um, saying that discussions are in place to see what they can do but as of now the roster stands at 23 players with more movement expected this off season specifically with uh, rumors speculation that Brandon Vasquez and or Alvaro Barrial will be sold to a club over in Europe uh, we have what FCC's current roster looks like with those 23 players as well as full exit interviews from earlier this week with Vasquez and Arias on our website that you can go check out over at WLWT.com yeah. I hate to see Vasquez go but I know it also feels weird to say Sell him. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I get that's it. Soccer. I understand. I just like. Ooh, I don't yeah. know. If you're a soccer fan, you're like, yeah, it's, yeah, you're gonna sell him. Right. If you're well, you a fan of any it, other like, any other American sport, you're like, sell. Oh, it's it's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> trade, cash considerations. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's five on five in five. I know we went on a long today, but we had some major stories and things that we're going to be continuing to follow in the days ahead. We'll see you on Friday.